Well, the night gets old, so I'm back again. The day just started, cause I'm up with my old friends. A bad, slow, funny joke. Sitting like a sponge, I'm letting everything soak. And I just got the nerve to get in the case, so don't bite me now. And I just got the nerve to get in the case, so don't bite me now. You get hung up on nothing, like everything's fine. I can't let something like that go. You are telling me like listening to open lines radio welcome to the hobo safe camp virtual campfire my name is mark i'll be your camp host my mind went blank there for a minute i apologize so this is a uh a mile post moment for the virtual campfire episode 33 was the last episode of the virtual campfire that I did um, under the name of Hobo Safe Camp. And the one, the previous one was the last person I interviewed. This last one was, was just me. And so I thought this would be a good point. I've been wanting to get all these put out onto Open Lines Radio so that I can get to a point where I can continue with them. So um, this, is, this is basically the season one finale right here that you're about to listen to. And season two will be coming along shortly. Um, some people I need to reach out to, some people I want to talk to. Uh, I like this format um, of not necessarily recording live um, the interview and and doing a little uh, editing. Just just for never for content, just for clarity for sound purposes and. So we're going to go forward with it. So enjoy this. This is the last one. This, Like I said, it's the finale. I hope you're enjoying Open Lines Radio. 
Um, if you have, if you have any ideas that you would like to uh, run past me, like if you would like to do a show on Open Lines Radio or Netcast, please reach out to me. You can find me at Art Bell is Dead on Instagram. You can find me at Open Lines Radio on Instagram. You can find me at Open Lines Radio Netcasts on Instagram. You can find me at Hobo Safe Camp on Instagram. Very fragmented across Instagram. <laughs> Very easy to get a hold of. So let's get your some. We want as many voices out there as we can. If you want to be a guest on uh, the virtual campfire, send me a message. Or if you want to do your own show on Open Lines, shoot me a message. We are trying to diversify the singular voice. All right. Let's get this thing going. It's very short. But this is it, the season one finale of The Virtual Campfire. And I will see you on the flip side. I'm just a rambling hobo. I ramble all along. I'm just a rambling hobo. I ramble all alone. Ain't got no one to love me. No place to call my home. There's something magical about grasping hands in union and dancing around a fire when separate energies connect with each other again as they did before time began and will once more when it finally stops. These are the occasions for living in the moment. These are future memories being born in real time. We need to enjoy them as they unfold in the present. The coolest thing about social media is that it allows people from all over the planet, from all walks of life, to actually meet. People who would never cross paths now have the ability to virtually cross paths. It's completely amazing. Because think about it. And I don't know when it happened. Maybe it was the Big Bang. Maybe that's when Source exploded, scattering what was just a few moments before a singular energy out into the universe as individual particles. And since that time, all that energy has been doing is working on returning back to Source. And this isn't an easy thing for energy to do. It's bad enough that energy, all that energy from Source has been completely scattered, but in order for it to come back, it has to work its way through matter including us. We're matter. Energy probably hates us. We absorb it, and we do nothing to connect it back to source. We spin energy around, and we use it to further our own needs. We take the energy that we receive in, we keep it locked up tight, and we dwell on the past, and we, and when we do broadcast a message, we tend to muddy it up with negativity. We rarely talk about good shit. We always complain. But what would happen if we stopped complaining about the terrible shit that happens to us and we took control of the words coming out of our mouths? What if instead of sucking energy from everyone we encounter and forcing others to relive our pain through the retelling of our pain, we share light instead? And thanks to social media and the internet, we're able to shine light like never before. You can make a difference in someone's life, someone on the complete opposite side of the world, by simply acknowledging them. And kind words? Holy shit! Kind words are so powerful! But here's the thing. This world of social media is a tool. It isn't life. And if we only use it to broadcast without real connection, it tends to fall flat. 
And I think that's where we're at right now. It becomes so easy to broadcast that the cloud is quickly filling with the negative and mundane. Instagram shouldn't be a replacement for living. Use it to connect, but don't forget to breathe. Don't let the algorithm take you over. Facebook should be a place to network, not a place to feed our base emotions, like jealousy and spite. And Twitter? God, Twitter is a fucking free-for-all. Don't live in these places. What exactly is it that I'm trying to say here? We need to find other ways to connect. You know how good it feels when you connect with someone on that deeper level, when energy is shared at an atomic level. That's the connection we're all seeking, but we can't seem to put a name on it. Energy wants nothing more than to connect with other energy. So when you deny your energy a connection with other living things, it gets lonely. It acts out. It's all a beautiful dance, but you have to get out there and make it happen. And if you're listening to this right now, chances are you're an introvert. You're listening right now and you're saying, yeah, right. Go out and dance, huh? I can't be around people. I like it here in my bed where life is free and clear of idiots. And man, nobody knows this more than I do. But here's the thing. That feeling isn't there to be used as a crutch. It's a challenge that's been placed before you to overcome. That crippling fear is created to be destroyed. And the more you work your way through it, the easier it gets. Now, you're not going to go out into the world tomorrow and suddenly not be awkward around people, especially if you've been hiding from people. But over time, as you start to exchange and connect with other energy, you will, and you'll start to crave it. You'll start to recognize everyone is home, because everyone is home. And the more we connect our energy, the more we help energy accomplish its goal of returning to source, the ultimate home. But it's give and take when it comes to dancing, and it takes some practice. You have to learn how to react in perfect tune to your partner's steps. You have to shed your insecurities and trust that you have what it takes to contribute to the dance. But you do. Don't you want to let go and cut loose? Listen, something happens when you go with the flow and you go with the natural beat of time. You start to see the interconnectedness of everything. You can feel the gravity of your orbit around other celestial bodies. You can hear the importance of a single note from a single flute in a symphony of horns. And you can move forward on your natural path in tune with the universe. Because you know why you're here, and it isn't a sulk. That's why you're so depressed, because instead of doing what you know you're capable of doing, you're sulking. You're making excuses. And sure, that's an option. You're allowed to choose the path of self-pity if you so desire. You're completely free to be miserable. You can watch from the outside for your whole life if you want. Nobody's going to stop you. But I'll tell you this. We'd rather have you join us. We'd rather connect with your energy. The more the merrier has never been true. The larger the group, the closer we get to home. But I get it. The human condition is indeed tragic. Our capacity to feel tends to hurt us way more than it helps us. But it's only through overcoming pain and conflict that we grow. It's how we react to life's challenges that determines our worth, not the number of challenges we face, because, man, some of us face a lot of fucking challenges. But this is how we take control of our lives. 
When we choose to react with love to the shit that we face, nothing that gets in your way can ever truly stop you. We heal the world by showing love. Think of each person as a lens of a spider's eye. I know I've talked about this before, but I'm going to talk about it again. We all experience life as a different perspective of a singular source. We're all connected, even to those who hurt us. Those who hurt us are us. So forgiveness of others equates to forgiveness of ourselves, which leads to a broader understanding of our true purpose here on Earth. And you know what it is. We're here to experience life, all of it, good and bad. So experience it. Take it all in as the lesson that it is. And don't be afraid to love and let yourself be loved. And when love goes bad, experience the pain. Pain exists for a reason. Pain teaches us lessons. But you don't need me to tell you that. You fucking know what pain is. You've been in a constant battle with it since birth. But you've survived. You've pushed through. And now you're standing right where you are. The future is wide open. You can do anything. And now, I know your first reaction to me saying that is, uh, no, I can't. But yes, you can. Maybe you can't easily do what you want, but if you're willing to do the work, you can do it. I want to let you in on a little secret, and feel free to pass this on to anyone who will listen, though I think you'll find that few will, but you have the ability to do anything you want and be anyone you want to be. It sounds so simple, so why does it feel like an impossible feat? Why do we cling so tightly to shit that doesn't work and people who only use us and memories that make us angry? What's up with this human condition anyway? Why do we fall in love with our suffering? Why do we accept fate without question? Suffering is not your fate. Suffering is not your fate. But surviving suffering is the key to the kingdom. Fate lies on the other side of pain, not in it. That's where you're supposed to be, over there in the sunny fields of joy. You know, where birds sing and squirrels ride unicorns and the sky is all sunsets and rainbows. Don't stop now. Make it happen. How? You know how. By stopping the nonsense and starting sense. By acting on instinct. By reacting with love. By saying, I am and meaning it. And by letting go when it's time to move on when you ascend into light. You can make your wildest dreams manifest here in real life. Not if you piss and moan and complain about how difficult everything is, but if you actually go through the steps to evolve, if you face your shadows and overcome your fears, you can. And maybe it won't happen overnight, but what's this urge of yours to hurry? Where are you running off to so quickly? Just take a few seconds, take a deep breath, then take an objective look. Go on, take a deep breath. Inhale. Exhale. That feels good. Let's do it again. Inhale. Exhale. Might as well make it a lucky three. Inhale. Exhale. There's a big difference between stepping in rhythm and rushing to arbitrary conclusions. And right now we're dancing. So learn the moves and dance. And find home in the eyes of your friends. And I hope I'm your friend. 
And that means you have to look into my eyes. <laughs> and you can't do that if you're in your room, undercovers, binge-watching friends on Netflix. Again, those aren't your real friends. We're your real friends, and we miss you. So please come home. I only wish you could see the version of you that I see. And you wouldn't need all this reassurance. When my rambling days are over And my gambling days are through When my rambling days are over And my gambling days are through If you tell me that you love me I'll be coming back to you.